0: if you're just tuning in welcome this is mango masala the south asian show my name's Kearns, and i am joined here by a very special guest mr dj bavin how are you doing i'm um, good thank you how's it going it's all good yeah tell us a bit about yourself so traveled all the way from wolverhampton today Mm-hmm uh managed to get here on time <laughs> but um no you know, very on time very was it wasn't you I, on I, time i, didn't, I, didn't I got a text like two hours ago like oh yeah i'm here are you, are you already here i was like no i haven't even got in the especially. shower yet <laughs> i mean yeah,
1: i managed to, to get an ice cream before uh, so uh, <laughs> especially in this weather um but yeah you know it's, it's it's a great you know i'm glad i got the opportunity to come down here today yeah uh, got you know a lot of important topics to kind of cover especially because of it being mental health awareness um you know this week and we want to make sure that the message is getting out to everyone as well
0: um but Mm -hmm. yeah just a lot of things in the pipeline at the moment for sure so obviously i know you i've known you for like what is it six seven months now yeah but tell the people out there obviously dj Bavin, you're a dj (laughs) but just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you what you're into that sort of thing
1: yeah so you know i think with me DJing, I've always been into music. Um, I mean from the age of three I, I started playing the doll And then from there I've just carried on with music and I think music's like just runs in my blood anyways um, But you know, it's I think with myself I like to be very versatile. So I like to bring East Eastern genres Western genres together And I think you know, that's the uh, the main unique side i'd say to the music industry at the moment uh, especially with the the Bhangra music scene the whole asian outlook of music as well if you hear half the songs we've got an audio and stuff like that now you know, you can see that they've incorporated a lot of reggae beats into mm-hmm. it, a lot of trap. You know, AP is just killing it at the moment. Yeah.
0: I mean, literally that song we played him from Cara Nogula earlier, and it's with him, YG, he's a Canadian yeah. rapper, like, fully Western mainstream. So it's like, it's cool to see those kind of, like, collaborations happening. I mean, I you've know. had Doji and Tory Lanez make a trap. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, I was like, whoa, what's <laughs> going on here? Yeah. But no, it's really, I like... I said this before. Like obviously, Tory Lanez, like, there's been a lot of controversy around him as an individual, but at the same time, it's still really cool to see um, these um, sort of people in really high up positions within the R and B or the hip hop scene in America, UK, actually collaborate with these artists with open arms and actually be like, you know what, I don't care, I'm going to part a track with like a um, Eastern star you know what i mean like there's no sense of judgment there and it it sounds good as well like it actually works and it's a lot more authentic as well because you've got all these um asian rappers sort of jumping on um, beats that are like very much hip-hop and very much like music of black culture so like it's kind of like when you actually get on there with an artist who's of that culture it make it seems a lot more authentic
1: it does yeah and it's it's, it's a bit like going back to the point of being versatile so like you can see how all these genres are mixed together as well Mm-hmm. and you can see in communities as well especially the Asian communities a lot of diversity now as well mm-hmm. so you know it's not just uh, the, the Asian moral of the upbringings of you know being together essentially you can see a lot more mixed marriages now you see mm-hmm. a lot more you know Asian people going to concerts, like Wireless, Glastonbury, and stuff yeah. like that. So is that, it's that actually crazy, and you know what, I'm hoping deep just would wax on the stage on Wireless or something, that would be, like, epic. That would be really cool. I reckon yeah. that would just get the crowd pumping.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, I saw, I saw like, um, a post on Instagram which was, like, a hypothetical Wireless um lineup and it had, like, it was basically a load of Asian people, and it is a bit sad sometimes, isn't it, that, I mean, obviously... Um, not every single asian um artist fits the genre for in festivals like wireless but at the same time a lot of them kind of do and it's sad that they aren't necessarily considered in the same way that other artists are. yeah Definitely. it's
1: true i mean i remember when jay-z came on mm. at one time and he was you know he, he went and did a remix with punjab bmc hmm. and i was that blew me away i was like well this is like the start of a collaboration now yeah. you know between rappers from the US and just literally normal producers from the UK mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you know i think like in wolverhampton where i'm from there's a lot of diversity there as well and i think that's what's influenced my music genre the way i mix as well just the whole outlook of my mixing etc which you know you guys that are listening and will get a sneak preview of tonight or well, later on today but um <laughs> nice you know, little plug
0: there yes <laughs> i thought i'd just drop that
1: one in there <laughs> a little exclusive um but you know it's it's a great honor and you know i mean Thank you, Gerns, man. I can't, I can't appreciate you enough for you know getting me down here.
0: No, thank you. I mean, obviously, I didn't give thank you to your parents for getting Yeah, me I mean, yeah, you know, so. I mean, the fuel price has gone up, so I have to uh, treat mum and dad to uh, a meal after. But no, thank you for making the effort to come here as well. I appreciate it. Um, nice little tangent there, talking about you, but obviously i was actually it was it was kind of nice when um you came to me because you came it was the first time you came to us a few months ago yeah i remember you said like oh um i think it's because you've been working on some content relating to may as being mental health awareness month and you were like oh i i would like to come on radio and talk about that and then i'm glad because you reminded me because i in all honesty i forgot and then you texted me like a few weeks ago i was like oh yeah that's that's a really good idea um So yeah, for those that aren't aware, May is officially Mental Health Awareness Month. Obviously, every single day we should be aware of mental health and practice um, good, open, honest, healthy behaviours when it comes to it. But it's nice to actually have a bit of time to reflect on um, the importance of doing that. Um, So... Babin, I mean, obviously you've come today, you want to talk about um, mental health, um, a bit more of a focus on the South Asian community, right? So like, what was your reasoning for that, besides obviously, obviously being South Asian yourself?
1: Yeah, so essentially what it is, it's... I, I've got a lot of people that have kind of embodied in, in me, uh, that, you know, when they've gone through a bad patch, they've you know, I've, I've had to be there and I've seen what they've gone through. And it's like the most common answer i get from a lot of young asians who are like my age is oh we're embarrassed and it's like they're embarrassed that they've got mental health Mm. and you see all these campaigns and stuff and it's like you know the help is out there but i think it's the, the the upbringing as well from the asian community i know like you know i've personally got you know asian parents like many other people the upbringing, the moral is like, you might be seen or deemed weak, you know, for having mental health. And I think, you know, it's not something embarrassing. Mm. It's it's more of a, a plead for help. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's, you know, when I've spoken to, to people, uh, they said that, oh, we can't talk to, you know, our family or our friends, etc. But I, I don't think at all that, you know, it's something to be embarrassed about. Mm. In one sense, you should be proud of it in, in the... The factor that you know you're gonna overcome it and you're gonna get stronger
0: from it but yeah in the South Asian community I just think a lot of people need to open up so what why do you think it is that so obviously you've said about oh they feel embarrassed they feel this type of way what do you think it is about the upbringing in not every but quite a lot of South Asian households that leads to people actually feeling like I'm not comfortable to go to my family about this I feel embarrassed about it
1: you know I'm glad you touched up on that actually because it's like I feel like they can't confide in their parents in the sense that they can't open up to them and say oh look mom or dad I'm going through this or I've got this problem or that problem Mm -hmm. or I've got this on my mind because it's like I feel like they're gonna get judged by their parents that's how a lot of Asians feel especially like you know younger asians that uh, they might think oh, all they want to do is make their parents proud but then if they go to them and say right i've got this problem or that problem they don't want to be seen weak by their parents because of that mentality yeah you know and I, I i wouldn't even say it's just well south asian parents i would say any parent would be like you know in the sense that they don't want nothing wrong with their child they yeah. don't want them to go through anything but then it's like how can a child know that
0: yeah it's and it's a shame because i don't think it's necessarily the parents fault because obviously they were once children as well and have probably gone through um similar sort of things when they were younger as well but didn't get the help that they needed and then it's sort of like a cycle but i think it is it's a good thing that i think our generation is sort of like across the board kind of um like re, sort of spreading the message and being like okay no like we can't talk about this it's okay like even if you can't necessarily go to your parents there are people that you can go to that sort of thing I think that's the thing like, like you mentioned as well before like all the help is out there Um, I think that's maybe a problem with the help that's out there is that it doesn't necessarily consider why people might not be coming to get help you know what I mean yeah. and it might not be as specific as thinking okay there's going to be people from um brown households or any um family of color um that th- there are certain cultures where you just don't talk about this sort of thing and you feel embarrassed and just putting out a notice saying oh mental health help available here isn't going to get people to actually go and take it um but we're going to talk a bit more about like how you can actually get help later on um but Uh, we also wanted to discuss as well about the various factors that are actually causing these issues regarding mental health now obviously not everything is as simple as oh this thing happened therefore you have um, for example depression or anxiety or um, whatever but there are certainly some things that Are common in um, invoking a certain level of like trauma for people um, especially within South Asian households so like what do you think are some quite common things that are factors that contribute towards that
1: I think it's a range of factors Um, I mean when you look at the outlook of mental health it's like it's never one thing that's pinpointed to mental health you know like for example a breakup with a partner you know, that's never going to be the, the main factor of, oh, this is why this person has depression. This is why this person feels insecurities, etc. cetera. Um, I mean, causing factors, um, touching on personal things, it's probably like my own performance. I mean, I'm very OCD when it comes to my mixes and my music. So like, if I feel like I'm not doing good enough in the industry or I'm not, you know, generating a unique style or anything like that to make me stand out to other DJs, then you know that that was a causing factor for myself because i thought well well, what am i doing wrong but you know i think within the whole community as a whole you know causing factors they are like you know your breakups with you know your partner you might not be succeeding you might have a loss in the family etc you know i mean there's i've seen an incline of suicides in the Asian community as well uh, I mean you know we were working together at this time when um, the guy from Leeds DP yeah when you know when he passed away unfortunately and seeing something like that with someone the same age as me and I was like he must have been in a really really bad place but what he posted on Instagram as well he was telling other people if you're going through depression or if you're going through what he's going through then this is the help out that's out there but unfortunately he never got that help do you know what I mean and you know it, it's crazy seeing all these inclines of you know suicides and the mental health you know going up and up and up mm-hmm. uh, but you know I think the main main cause uh, and the main factor is literally just not opening up to people mm-hmm. I think if people open up if people aren't if they come away from the shy factor of literally I've got mental health then you know maybe we'll see a
0: decline in so many suicides or so many factors of mental health it's interesting as well because i was going to ask whether you think covid has played any part in it however you would think covid people obviously being locked inside the house being like forced to be closer with their families you'd think that that would maybe have the effect of actually leading to people maybe opening up a bit more but clearly i don't think that's been the case because i think we've seen that reports have shown that mental health has dramatically um, the quality of it has decreased like the quality of mental health has like decreased massively over the course of covid so like um, yeah clearly it's had a negative effect on people
1: of course i mean you know i, I know you guys when we was in lockdown It was hard for me because my lifestyle is always out. Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, that's the thing that uh, affects different people different way. I think I'm the exact opposite. (laughs) Literally, I'm I'm
1: always out the house. I'm I'm a social creature, so having the lack of social interaction with the people I normally see on a weekly basis to seeing them literally probably on Facetime, it's not the same. You're not getting that interaction. You're not getting that banter. You're not having that atmosphere in the same room. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, it it drove me around the bend. Spending all day with my parents, you know, I love them to bits, but <laughs> no there's, offense, there's, yeah, <laughs> no offense, mum and daddy, if you're listening. But there's only so much you can handle, yeah. And I think you know, it's like my lifestyle is very, very different to their lifestyle so you know, I mean, it's probably a bit easier for them to handle it when I was going through you know that patch where I was just stuck indoors all day and the sun was blasting outside, and I was just like, please, I should literally be DJing right now at someone's wedding um But yeah, I mean, I reckon COVID did have one of the biggest uh increases for mental health.
0: I mean, how much can you do at home when you when you? Do yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, that is massively restricted. But then, in a way, do you feel like now that we're sort of like on the other side of the pandemic, touch wood, <laughs> and now third like, wave not pending. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do you feel like now that we're on that side of it? people have sort of maybe learnt maybe different coping mechanisms for how to deal with that sort of thing and how to sort of deal with not necessarily being able to um carry out life as you want to sort of thing i reckon you know what since we've
1: come out of lockdown i reckon like people are more socially interacting now i Mm. remember when they said literally you can sit outdoors but you can't sit inside the restaurant yeah, uh, you know when we went through that phase, I saw so many people literally like r- run out their house, and it's like you know it's freedom again. Yeah, and it's that sense of like you know you feel like you're you're imprisoned, you just literally locked in, and then once you get that freedom, you the the only thing you're gonna do is go straight out. I mean, I think that's why COVID cases probably rose. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I mean I'm glad I got to see that because it's like you, the mental health just gone. Do you know what I mean? There's like, where has
0: that gone now? Yeah, I suppose it's just important that we just keep the conversation going, like we're doing here yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm gonna play a bit of more music now, but when we come back, we're gonna delve a bit into like your own personal experiences in regards to mental health and how you were able to find help and also how other people may be able to find help if they need it. i realized before as well I probably should have said um, obviously we're discussing mental health um, awareness in relation to mental health awareness month which is this month of May. Um it goes without saying that it can be quite upsetting for some people to talk about this type of stuff, so just a bit of like a trigger warning for anyone listening who has enjoyed poor mental health. and um, I think especially for this next next segment, we're going to be talking a bit about um Babin's own personal experiences, which might um hit hard for some people. Um, so yeah, just if you are easily affected by this sort of thing, maybe don't turn us off. Just turn the volume down, okay? We need the we need the numbers, but yeah. just stay on, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, Bavin, over to you. Like, do, you want, do you mind just telling us a little bit about your own sort of um, experiences with regards to mental health?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of things. i said say everyone goes through mental health. You know, it is a fact that, you know, no matter what you go through in life, there's always a factor of mental health that gets involved. Um, I mean, my personal experience is, you know, I was very, very shy to open up to people about what I had to go through in the past. Um, I mean, you know, from having uh, work-related problems, so like, you know, couldn't find a job that I wanted. I was very, like, stuck in the, the set that, oh, I want to be a DJ. That's all I wanted to do. You know, luckily for me at the moment, that is what I do. And I can make a full-time career out of it because of the, you know, the clientele, etc. It's taken me years to build. But I remember going through patches whilst I was DJing, and it was, like, right even this isn't helping helping now you know i remember like you know going through a, a bad breakup and you know having a lot of issues after um and i remember you know going straight to a wedding and i was mm. doing a wedding and i introduced a bride and groom that came down and then it, it literally it hit hard because when they're doing the first dance i'm there thinking well i've just had to go through all of this and now I've got to put a mask on my face because I've got a camera just staring at me, and it's like I'm on—I'm the main person for, you know, that couple that day because yeah. I've got to control about 500 people on the dance floor. It's a lot of pressure. It is, yeah. And I mean, like, I never took time out, and I mean, you know, there's a lot of people in in my team that have gone through mental health and they've taken time out. Because it is a lot to deal with, especially in the industry I'm in. It's like very, very much you gotta have a smile on your face. If you're going through things tough, like literally, it's literally tough love, you gotta put a mask on
0: and that's it yeah well, it, it's a, i mean that shouldn't be the way that it is obviously but it is when like say when you're in charge of regulating the mood of 500 people if you're up there and you're looking like really really sad that yep. is ultimately going to bring down the mood of a 500 oh, people. of course yeah so it's, it's a hard position to
1: be in it is indeed and you know it, i mean there's a lot of um factors that also went into it as well like you know it came to a time when i was actually doing the wedding and it was kind of like so heartbreaking for me is that I didn't have a shoulder to just cry on there and then or take a seat and be like, you know what, I need like five minutes to just, you know, go through everything I've just been through in my head mentally. It's like literally do your show, you know, and then it came to a point where I had to just announce that look, your main courses are coming out mm. and I had to just go into the toilet and have that five minute to myself where... You know tears came out or you know uh, i had them words with myself the, the the thoughts came in as well and i was just thinking why have i got to go through this but then it's like i've got to take myself out that selfish perspective it's not just me who's going through it it's a lot of other people around me that are going through it It's like everyone that you see on a daily basis probably goes through it without saying anything you know i mean having mental health they're not going to have it plastered on their forehead that i've got mental health do you know what i mean it's something that a lot of people keep inside which i don't see uh, you know that that, that is a problem people bottle up too much and that's the problem i had i kept bottling everything up and you know I, I hold my hands up i still do bottle things in because it's just the 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 character i am myself you know but what kind of got me out of that whole mindset was the people around me and i mean you know my parents have always said to me if you surround yourself with negative people you become a negative factor a character yourself so i started you know uh i met new friends uh you know i had a lot of a big support network around me i mean you know it's going to sound a bit um cheesy but like the pub my local pub that i go to uh big enough Casbar in wolverhampton <laughs> literally it's like everyone there were very supportive towards me you know they were judgmental or they never had something bad to say to me it was very much like look i've taken on the chin you're gonna go through it we're here to help you. If you need to vent, we're here to talk to you. Do you know what I mean? So I was I was luckily lucky to have that support network around me, but I kept myself occupied. I never you know, never once stayed in bed for about three days. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like having the the time where I was upset and stuff. It was like literally get up out of the house and go straight to work. Mm-hmm and because of it being wedding season at the time it was like you know god was on my side there because he knew that every single week i had a wedding to do
0: yeah and i mean that's not to say that like there might be people out there who staying in bed for three days does work for them but for you as an individual that's what you needed to do Of course, like, from personal experience out. yeah
1: i mean i can't if i sit at home i become depressed because it's just not the environment or anything it's just that i'm such a social animal out there like all i want to do is go out go out go out go out meet different people network with different people have conversations with different people uh and you know being a dj that also plays along with it as well i mean you know guns. i'm not one of them guys who's like go to a wedding and just sit there like yeah. i'm i'm the guy who's gonna literally be like loud mouth do you know what well, i, mean? I Which, mean
0: you literally have a microphone so you got no excuse Yeah, so i got no
1: excuse realistically i just have to kind of go straight into it you yeah, know but um it's i mean going through mental health you know personally i mean it's about opening up to people and my parents are always nagging at me you need to open up you need to open up mm. And you know then it came to a point where you know i'd only open up if i was heavily intoxicated you know what i mean with alcohol which, which is never which good is never the it, right idea because
0: then i feel like you kind of want to open up so then you'll be like well what's the way for me to open up of i'll course. need to get heavily intoxicated yep. which and then, isn't healthy."
1: and then it will you know that leads to the addictions that mm. leads to a lot of other causing factors for yourself so you know steering away from all of that you know that's my personal experience with mental health and you know, I've seen other people go through mental health who are very close to me as well. And I mean, you know, it's just having that support network personally for myself is what helped me. You know, if I never had the people at my local pub, if I never had my team who I DJ with, you know, if I never had all the lads around me or, you know, or even my female friends, then I, I realistically, I probably wouldn't be here today. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd probably be in a lot worse situation or I probably just would not be here, you know, existing. but. You know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for
0: everything that's come my way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've achieved a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I, I mean, I, anyone that doesn't have, like, go and shout out your Instagram <laughs> right now because you can literally go and look on your Instagram and see how much you're actually doing all the time. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, yeah, I might as well just plug yeah, my uh, go, Instagram go
1: there now. <laughs> so, uh, for all you guys listening, um, so if you do want to follow kind of like the life of a DJ, um, you know my, just at me at dj Bavin underscore m uh <laughs> so um you know we're posting everything anyways we'll be going live on instagram when i do a dj set later as well so you guys can tune in and send a request in but you know it's um i'm, I'm very busy i'm thankful for being busy i mean we went from being strangers to work colleagues and it was crazy because working in the radio industry as well itself uh it was a big eye-opening factor for myself because obviously you had you've got the experience and i never had yeah so you know it's uh it was just achieved a lot and it's just about that support network for myself
0: definitely what would you say then for people out there who because from what i'm hearing the way that you were able to bring your mental health back up to a good positive level was through the people around you through that support network so what would you say for the people out there who maybe aren't as lucky as you to actually have those people that are willing to be that support network
1: I mean in that situation um, there are a lot of people in that circumstance where they don't have the support network or maybe the the friends or the family that they you know potentially need around them but you know hence why they've got the mental health campaigns that you got you some you got Samaritans except for example, you know um, I mean, I reached out to Samaritans before and it was nice to have a conversation with a stranger mm, Completely without, unbiased. Yeah, no, and like, it's literally yeah. like I could open up and I could say whatever I wanted open up about anything I wanted without feeling I'm gonna get judged by this person because I couldn't see them. They couldn't see me, etc. And it's like you know, it was a whole different outlook of me opening up then. And um, even counselling. I mm. mean, there's there's loads of different counselling options out there. Mm. I know sometimes people don't feel comfortable talking to a stranger like that, but if you haven't got the support network around you, for example, your friends or family, then unfortunately that is the only other way.
0: Yeah, you know? and um, I think honestly, a lot of the times it is better. Um, because the thing is, whilst it's good to have a support network or of your family or friends and it's nice to have people that are so close to you being so supportive, at the end of the day, they're always going to have a certain standpoint on situa- situations relating to you because they're obviously so close to you. They're always going to have an opinion, they're always going to have some kind of investment in it. Whereas if you speak to someone who's completely unrelated, um, this complete stranger in every sense apart from that they know your situation, Then they are going to be able to offer a lot more helpful advice. I feel than someone who has some kind of investment in the situation themselves
1: No, 100% agree with you there and hence why I mentioned like, you know, it's that helped me the most because it's a a, it's a complete stranger I don't know this person this person doesn't know me Mm -hmm. and building that rapport with them You know through emails and texts etc. You know, it it did get me through some of the darkest points Mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, I'm only 22 so You know, I've probably got a lot more in life to go through yet but But it's like I know how to deal with it because I had
0: to go through it at a young age that's the thing like I feel like it is actually although obviously I wouldn't wish that you had gone through those issues regarding mental health on the other side of things it's good that you've experienced it at such a young age and you now sort of have these coping mechanisms and um, experience to relate back to later on in life should you come across it again so no of course yeah Mm definitely definitely Cool. And like one final thing relating to this. So, do you you've talked before about people maybe being a bit embarrassed yeah. about coming forward? And I'm presuming that you are not necessarily embarrassed because you've chosen to come onto the <laughs> radio and talk about it. But um, do you feel like maybe you? as an individual being like a bit more open and stuff, do you reckon that's had any sort of knock on effect on your friends around you? Or do you reckon people are sort of moving a bit towards being a bit more open or are people still quite a bit resistant to open up? I would
1: say they're still quite resistant to opening up. And I just think it's because the awareness and, you know, the the whole moral of mental health and, you know, the awareness campaign, etc. it's not getting around enough personally, I think. Um, but you know it's i mean it's not something that you're going to click your fingers and it's going to happen overnight it's going to take years do you know what i mean mental health's been around since probably
0: the you know well, evolution I mean, of at man at the end of the day it's it's health isn't it like, it is not it Like yeah. you are always in a constant state of some kind of physical health you always have a certain state of mental health like it it, it <laughs> like it, it's always it, yeah it's yeah existential it's, like yeah
1: Definitely, but I mean, you know, it's like I said, it's not going to change overnight, and it won't change over just one year or one month. Do you know what I mean? It's something that's, uh, you know, yesterday I got told, you know, mental health awareness is a very taboo topic to talk about because, you know, you hear about things, you see people posting about things about mental health, but then it's like it's not getting around enough to people. It's like it's just a post. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's it's a bit like having a Rolex. You know, you buy a Rolex, and people aren't going to stop in the street to say, oh my God, can I have a look at it? Yeah. You, they're just going to walk past you and think, oh, whatever. Yeah. And I, I feel like that happens on social media as well, especially
0: like posts and stuff you see. You know, and it's... um i think at the end of the day you have to make a conscious effort to actually engage with and understand your own mental health and actually if you need to take certain steps to address it you need to do that yourself rather than just like be read an instagram post and be like okay i'm cured now <laughs> like yeah i mean it shouldn't be seen as something to be cured of but you know what i mean like oh wow i'm all my problems are magically solved by yeah. like, reading a post like i mean yeah. if that was the case i think uh, we'd all need that guru <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty pictures. I mean, that's the th- like obviously it works for some people, but I think people you need to sort of look at these posts and then reflect on your own life rather than just read something and be like, okay, cool, I've read that. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like the the other
1: question I got told is does a post change anything?
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends on the context of the post. I mean, we've talked about this a bit before, I think. In terms of if it's raising awareness for an issue, Um, And it's actually an issue that needs to be raised awareness of then obviously it makes sense But if it's just sharing it for the sake of it just jumping on a bandwagon and you're not actually thinking about what the actual post is Then it's like well, what's the point? That's what that's what I think
1: that's happening is like Mm. everyone jumps on that bandwagon where it's like, you know, what? Someone's reposted this let me just add it to my story, you know, Mm. like with no regards of the actual impacts that it's happening on people in society um but you know it's one th- other thing that i notice is that you know like we've had a lot of uh, young asian men committing suicide in the last i'd say in the six months you know and i've, I've seen that they've posted a selfie of themselves on social media with a long paragraph underneath explaining what they've gone through why they've chose that path do you know what i mean and what steps to take to to help if you're going through that same situation or if you're in their position and i mean that gets more likes and more follows and more shares than actual general posts about mental health awareness yeah and it's like yeah it's an awareness that if you see this person please stop them from doing whatever they're gonna be planning to do to themselves yeah but you wonder how many people are just sharing it for the sake, for the sake of, of it, it. do yeah. you know what i mean
0: and it's it's that topic it's like it's
1: going to be like a cycle yeah you
0: know yeah i mean i think it i think it just c- comes down to individuals you have just gotta keep your head screwed on and just yeah t- think about things before you post that am i posting this just for the sake of it or am i posting this because i actually want people to see it or because i care a lot about it so yeah Yeah. Coming to the end of the show now, um, we have got a guest mix from our very own DJ Bavin, who's been on the show today. Thanks again for coming on. No, it's been a pleasure. Um, Do you want to just let the people know again where they can find you on socials, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, so uh, on Instagram, it's at DJBavin underscore M. All my kind of contact details and stuff are there if you do need to book me for an event. Um, And all the other social medias will be on there um tune in uh keep locked as well i've got a lot of things in the pipeline coming out this year and um, so we're looking to to release uh, a couple of exclusives but i'm gonna let you guys in to an exclusive mix for myself like i said earlier today if you guys weren't tuned in um all about you know being versatile on my mixes bringing out that diversity and you know what i hope you guys are ready because it's saturday i know you guys are probably getting ready to go out so trust me this is going to be an absolute crazy set sweet take it away